Welcome to the Hap in the Bag Disc Golf Podcast, streaming to you as part of the Joe's Disc Golf Podcast Network. And here are your hosts, Ben, Joe, and RJ. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Half in the Bag Disc Golf Podcast. As always, my name is RJ. I'm coming to you from Northeast Indiana, and today I am drinking Bud Light um, because I really didn't just want to start off the show by drinking some liquid IV again because it has been a very long day. Um, wine, but I am wine, joined wine. By... You sound like a disc golf pro. Uh, that's the only thing I sound like. <laughs> or that's the only way that I'm related to a disc golf pro. How much have you had? Uh, huh, huh. Um, well, this is my second glass of liquid IV in the last 20 minutes. So, so pee breaks. Hey, uh, yeah, very, very likely. Also, I don't know where my dog is, so that's probably not good. But oh, well, whatever. Not not a big deal. It's fine. Eh, she's she's in the house somewhere. It'll be fine. Well, that was RJ. I guess I'll go next. I'm Ian. I'm hailing from the uh, land of Chicago, drinking some. Oh, oh, oh! There we go. Uh, Valkyrie hero from Revolution. Wow, Revolution <laughs> of Brewing. I He's had a few words. Unfortunately, yeah. no. I've also had a very <laughs> long day chopping up several trees worth of wood. So uh, that and labor. water. Yeah. Yay, manual labor. Landscaping Yay. and chopping wood. And Joe, what manual labor did you do this week? Uh, Mother's Day? Uh, took care of my daughter. <laughs> Mother's <laughs> Day. Yeah. He had the he had the toughest work out of all of us. He sure did. Yeah. I got to play Father, which I've been playing for almost eight months now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It has been about eight months. Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh but how yes, how many times has... have you had to quick save and uh reload? <laughs> <laughs> um no, I just I just sit by the fire. And rest. <laughs> Got it. Dark Souls method. Oh man. Well, this has been the Half in the Bag video game podcast. Apparently, um, uh, this oof. is Joe. I'm currently drinking some Gentleman Jack and crying because, as of ooh, 45 minutes, my camera update is oh, it just went to 62 in front of my eyes nice 62 percent so this is the disembodied voice of joe uh maybe i'll throw up some picture or something for you audio people eh, nothing different there yeah i i think our uh, female youtube viewership just went up a bunch yeah well all thank you like, rj uh, i am like good looking two percent if I that, mean that. that so that I think beard, only that, looking, that at, looking at the the stats on my YouTube page, I think only one person has has actually out of the over six hundred subscribers, which you should subscribe if you aren't already. Um, out of all of those people, I think only one person's filled out the demographics, because one hundred percent of my viewership is. 35 to 44 male. And I find that hard to believe. 
I but, mean, hey. is it not just you that watches your own podcast? I'm not that old, <laughs> jackass. Yet. Yet. Well, it's also, because those are your alt accounts. Yes. Yeah. Your also, I mean, that's like half in the bag for the first, what, two months? Our key demographic was 18 to 26-year-old women. Because I, that was, I have to think according that was a to Spotify, game. that was 100% of our viewership or listenership. Mm-hmm. I, I have to think that that was some type of drinking game. I, it had to be, especially because Spotify at that time made up like 90% of our downloads for podcast. So like according to Spotify, pretty much 90% of our audience was at least 90% was a woman. Was a they woman. were fooled just by one. that uh, podcast cover. Yeah, uh-huh. they probably yes, were. <laughs> now we have the uh, now we have the Raptor uh, yes. logo podcast yes. cover, which is much more accurate for for who we are. But pretty much, so. pretty yeah. much. All uh, right. Well, although my child, my wife. Uh, dressed her in a bucket hat today. <laughs> nice. And I called her Did Raptor it have Baby. Raptors. No, it had little rainbows. Close enough. You're my boy, Blue. Bean also had a uh, a bucket hat on today. Yeah. Helping out in the yard. Nice. Mm-hmm. My yard is mostly flooded still. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of rain. A lot that's of like rain. when I. Uh, Tried to go disking yesterday, and I drive past hole three on my way to park, and I just see probably a 10-foot halo of water around the um, around the, the basket. So I pull into the parking lot, and I turn around and go back from where, where I came, because... I saw it, took a look at that and said, nope, 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 nope. We're not dealing with that today. Yeah. Everything around here is pretty much water hazard with very few fairway left. Tillman was actually pretty good. Yeah. Even hole 10, which hole 10 is probably one of the lowest points in the course. That is the the whole reason hole 10 has the short pin so short is if that area floods during a tournament, you could still play 18 holes because it's a 19 hole course. You skip 11, you play short there and you play white 12, which is also short and up higher mm-hmm. and play to that mm. basket. Ah. So that was part of that course design. Right. Good thinking. Someone really smart. Someone was using their noggin and that's why someone he's a was good being course a, designer. Someone was being a thinker, not a stinker. Yes. He's a very good thinker. <laughs> He's also like Facebook friends with pretty much every pro out there, it seems. Yeah. I, so he's a stinker, huh? Yes. He's also the, really good at disc golf. Nice. Yes. Is um, Big E? No. Okay. B Mills. Oh, I was nah. thinking it was B Willie. No, that's a different guy. Yeah. Very different by like 20 years. It's my guess. I'm saying really? B. Willie is younger, way younger than B. Mills. 
Because I don't know who actually listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, apparently, Everybody. 18 to 26-year-old females. Not anymore. <laughs> when Ben left, they left. <laughs> That's suspicious. That, that hey, is you know? very, very strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kayla and Candy, you know, they just had all those alt accounts. Apparently. apparently. And Bria. Yes, and Bria. Yes. Of course. Can't forget her. Um, well, let's, now that we've jacked around on the uh intro for 10 minutes eh. let's uh let's tell people where they can find the all of these podcasts and videos and all of that stuff so if you're listening to this and want to watch our our uh, video version you can find that on joe's YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash Joe's Disc Golf. If you yep. are watching this and don't want to look at us, I'm I am personally deeply offended. I know. Um, uh, nope. And <laughs> I, I realize shaking my head face. does nothing. Besides the fact yeah. that you know it's also an audio podcast. I have no video right now. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, no, totally you audio for you. I could hear the shaking in your voice. Yes. 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 yes, I thought it was. I thought it was the rocks in my head. <laughs> well, that too. Um, so if you're you're watching this and want to listen to it, you can find it wherever you get your major podcasts. Uh, you can also get this one there. Uh, probably an oversight by somebody. So you know, write your senator if you don't want to listen to us. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think it's um, in the Geneva Conventions. Something about cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> I'm full of it tonight, guys. I I don't know oh, what. Boy. Oh, it boy. might might have been that blueberry margarita with dinner. Oh oh oh. It, okay. What? Yeah. What? Interesting. My hang on, hang on. We're we're not talking anymore on this podcast until you tell us about this. So Sunday night dinner at my in-laws because you know that's yep. what we do every Sunday night, and that's what they had a bottle. They said. Oh, what do you want for dinner? You know, you're finishing up your beer. I was having a, a summer shandy because Liney's is delicious. And yep. I took that tour probably enough times where I could give it because I lived 45 <laughs> minutes at the time. I lived 45 minutes from there and free samples with every tour. And the tours were free. So, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yep, they're just giving then, away beer. And then they switched it to a dollar, but you still got five four-ounce samples. Well, okay. So, but still, okay. really good deal. So I was finishing dollar that up. for like, 20 oh, ounces of beer. Do you, want, sure. do you want wine? Do you want another beer? I was like, oh, wine sounds good. And then my mother-in-law goes, well, we have these blueberry margaritas. I went, ooh, that sounds good. It was pre-mixed, but okay. very delicious. Hmm. Could have used more tequila. Could have used is, a Ben Poor, but <laughs> as long as it was better than the uh, Bud Light beer readers that we oh, had. Oh, oh, those are so bad. But they I got mean, to where you needed to go. They sure did. <laughs> I mean, is that worse, better, or worse than doing? They were free, so probably better. Because okay. your mom gave them to say, us. Yep. She. she <laughs> I love your mom. Them. I can't blame her after drinking them. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say, is it 
Uh, better or worse than doing Boilermakers with Bud Light and peanut butter whiskey. Oh, oh. That yeah. sounds awful. No. It, Bad choice. Give me an it, Irish uh, car bomb any day, though. It it was a uh, it was a life choice and a life experience and uh, a was near that death your experience. Bachelor party. Yes, yes, it was. Two point or one point <laughs> One, uh, 1.0. Okay. 1.5 yeah. to yeah. be precise. <laughs> no, that was, that was actually the first one that we were doing oh, okay. via Zoom. Yep. Um, yes. For those that don't know, I got married in the middle of the pandemic, which meant that my bachelor party um, went from being something along the lines of everyone getting together and having a good time to everyone socially distancing and having a good time. We got drunk um, on the internet. Yay. <laughs> and see how much things have changed in the past few years. Trailblazer. We're still that's, doing that. That's what you were. Trailblazer. <laughs> Joe said, yeah. wait, I could monetize this. Still waiting to monetize it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yes. So, uh, yes, you can find your... This Back podcast to social media, I guess. <laughs> on, yes, you can find this podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at Half in the Bag DG on Twitter. You can follow Joe, uh, basically Joe's Disc Golf, anywhere that there's social media that's worthwhile. Is that a fair assessment, Joe? I'm not on Snapchat. <laughs> well, well, I have you on Snapchat. Yes, I am on Snapchat, but that is, I am not that is a very different publicly, arrangement. <laughs> I'm not publicly on Snapchat. Yes, yes. I heard a doot Oh, video might be coming up soon. Oh, no promises. Ooh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yes, that'll really mess with the uh, editing for the video. Yes, <laughs> that happened to it's me one really time, good. and I'm just like. Oh boy! Well, good yeah. news. Joe is also our editor, so so it's you know. my problem. Exactly. Yep. Um. So you can also help support this podcast. Oh oh oh! oh. There's a Joe. You're, you're you're very exposed. Better. <laughs> No, you're still very shiny. Um, hey, Not Joe, that exposed. Our viewership, you're overly exposed. Uh, our viewership might go up if you are exposed like that. Eh, I wouldn't. Uh, nope. Nope. There. Now you look more like a human being. Oh, now you're a ghost. Yeah, but have you actually ever seen ghost. Joe? Have you ever actually seen Joe in person? He is actually that white. Yes, this isn't a t-shirt that I'm wearing under my polo shirt. It is my skin. Yes, yes. Um, oh, man. You see what happens when Ooh. there isn't a, a disc golf tournament? We just go off the rails for 20, 30 minutes to start the show because we, to be we don't fair, have... It's taken 18 episodes before we got off the rails. Uh, no, it took like 10 minutes. No, we Into didn't get off the one. rails for the first eight, 17 episodes. <laughs> it's what I do best. I take the rails and I just set us slightly off course. It's fine with you, me. 
you, you do that trick where you you pull out the tablecloth and everything stays on the table, but you do it with uh, rails and or with train tracks and trains. Choo choo. Yep. Okay. Okay. Look cool. at that. Pancake bar is now open. Woohoo. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, if you want to support this podcast, you can do so by supporting Joe's Disc Golf uh, by buying from or by visiting and preferably buying uh, from Joe's Disc Golf slash shop. Correct, yep. Joe? Yeah. OK, so now that we've uh, gone through all of our intro stuff, let's Yark. talk about some exciting disc golf that did happen this weekend. Uh, as I yeah. said, I had a very long day. Not all of that was because of manual labor. Joe, you and I went out disking uh, at 8 a.m. this morning and yes, uh, about nine o'clock. Yeah, I, I think about nine o'clock. Uh, the comment was made where uh, if if I ace this hole, we're just going to call it a day and, and go get drinks. Do you remember what just happened before that? I can tell you in a second. Do I not have Ooh, that on my phone? Where's a multimedia presentation? I was Ooh. trying to find it. Here. Aha. 847 is oh, when the picture was taken. At 847, we, uh, we, I, I declared that we would be ending our rounds. Yes. yes. I got an ace, first ace at Tillman Park, believe it or not. Ooh, nice. Ooh, okay. I mean, when I usually play reds and blues, the there's only a couple holes that I think are aceable for me. Hole seven along the river. Okay. Oh, yes. Because red and blue are 30 feet back from where we teed off in mm -hmm. a straight line. Um, let's see. Hole one. Yeah, that's fair. And hole three, I think, from red and blue. Yes. Yeah. Because that's the so. one where I had the nice long putt on today. Yes, to you did. Save par. Yes, it was a beautiful putt. Beautiful mm -hmm. par save. Yeah. yeah. Um, we both thought I was going to smoke a tree. Just absolutely just. It looked like it was headed right for the tree mm -hmm. last minute. I used the voice activated disc control and said, don't hit that tree. And it listened, but uh, snuck, I mean, millimeters inside that yeah. tree and just yeah. kept on cruising. I was like, hey, this could be a good shot. And then all of a sudden it actually went in. And from my perspective, I couldn't tell if it stuck, but you could tell. So, yeah, then I got yeah, super I mean, excited. It definitely stuck. Uh, yeah, well, there was oh, a lot of yelling. Is another one I think I could ace from red. Very easy forehand. That's that one that we went back that I showed you. Yes. yes. Yeah, you showed. Yes, because you you were telling me that you really want to ace that hole sometime. Yes. Uh, and then then you aced a different hole. So I I'm, did. I mean, I'm so terrible at disc golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you tried just getting good? Come on now. I mean, <laughs> I've been trying to live by Jason's advice ever since he kicked my ass at Disney Connect all those years ago. And he said, next time, just do better. He was five. 
Best advice. And yeah. I was I mean, sober. I was 100% sober sure until were, that moment. And then what, what I started Disney drinking Connect? heavily. What was that? What, what is Disney Connect? You remember the 360 and the Connect? Yes. The, so it's a Disney themed game where you like jump or move things and it, co- it controls the character in the screen. Okay. Except the lag is like two seconds. So when you see something, you have to jump way ahead of when you think you do. Mm-hmm. And being five and this being at his house, he's played it more than, well, the 30 seconds I got it to. <laughs> and he totally just kicked my ass and then taunts me and doesn't realize it either. That's the thing. He didn't realize he was taunting me. No, Man. He thought he was being nice. He, he thought like, he was. And I was like. Seriously, sis, get your kid under control. <laughs> but uh, he's the knowing, nicest one of the three. Yeah, I was gonna say, knowing sis, he's like high five. You don't know how to taunt. You're the least likely to taunt. You deserve a high five. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man. <sighs> but what? Great life yeah. advice, though. Next time, just yeah. do better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, how did I think that's some advice that uh. You know, the pros could use after DDO. Yeah. <laughs> that was a rough oh, tournament. Man. Yes, yes. But, Ian, I think I, you had a question there. Well, I was going to say, how how well did you both do today at your 8 a.m.? You know, minus the A's. Obviously, the highlight for Joe. Well, we started on hole 10. It's also the highlight for me. <laughs> you had some good putts, though. I did. did. I did. Yes. So we started on hole 10 and through the first nine, 10 through 18, I had one par, one bogey, one ace and six birdies. I was seven down through nine holes. You want to guess what my final score was? Seven down. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yep. It turned into a wash for the next 10 holes because 19 hole course. Yeah. Yep. yep. I had um, three birdies, a bogey, and a double. Hmm. It was yeah. great. It was so yeah. good. I shouldn't have looked at my score. Uh, yeah, that's what did it for you. But so this was only my second time playing it, hence why we were playing the short tees because I'm like, I know what this course can be like. So. I'm going to play it on easy mode mm-hmm. for the most part. And um, I did all things considered. I did fairly well. Um, I'd say so. Yeah, there was there was one holes. hole. Yeah, there was one hole where I went OB twice on. So I took a quad bogey on that one. That was that was ugly. That's also I, the OB comes to a point around the basket. So yeah, that one's tough. It gets um, tougher really? the closer you get. Well, that's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Well, it's and just, then. Yeah. And then I ended on a down note by missing my birdie putt. And oh, that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those where it's just like, oh, all. but you didn't lose any discs. I did not lose any discs. And that was the hole where I said, if this disc goes in the water, I am going after it, even though it says, please stay out of the creek because there is broken glass. And absolutely um, disgusting. 
That yeah, water is like, so nasty. I wanted no part of going into that creek, but I, I knew that if my disc went in there, I would 100% go in if I needed to. Yep. I mean, nastier than the water when I went in to try and yes. find some discs? To be fair, the water you went into was disgusting because of all the old dead decaying leaves. Oh, yes. This water was disgusting because of the old dead decaying leaves, and it used to be a dump, and a lot of times the water's rainbow-colored. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's not that good. They're working to clean it out. It's just a very long, yeah, slow process. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but really, what, what got me today was, because, again, this is probably, not probably, it's the hardest course in the, the area. Till the seminary um, gets finished. Right, right. Till the seminary gets finished. But that's because um, that course is 10,000, 11,000 yeah, feet. It's, yeah, it's... Wow. One of the holes is 1,100 feet. Oh. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm need Which to I, uh, make a trek, come out and play that sometime. Yeah, I can't wait until there's a tee pad there so you can actually get the chance for Traction. a decent drive. Yes. Yes. And it might be. I haven't so, been there for a while, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what the progress is like on it. Um, but yeah, no, today was. Today was, was a good day. Definitely a learning experience. Um, Learn to very play enjoyable. Golf. Yes. Yes. It Placement was. shots. It, and even more so than that, it was really for me trying to find that balance of playing. Aggressive, but not too aggressive. To the point where I was putting myself in bad situations by trying to bite off more than, you know, I could control. Mm-hmm. In there. Or, you know, playing conservative enough where I was not really giving me myself any chance to score. Or I wasn't giving myself any leeway because I was just being too conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a that fine was, line. It really is, and a lot of the courses I play, you know, you can get away with being too aggressive, or, you know, if you know, okay, yeah, this hole is, is going to be... Like wide open, yeah. so if you're 50 feet to the left, mm-hmm. or 100 feet to the left, meh, mm-hmm. whatever, it's still a yeah. wide open look to get to the yeah. basket. Well, and, and honestly, a lot of PFW, you can play it, aggra- you know, super aggressive, but if you play it conservative, yeah, but if you play it conservative, then more than likely, you know, you make a couple putts and you're still going to score well. Yep. Um, whereas, Tillman will eat your lunch. Mm-hmm. Well, you also said you're still learning, Tillman. And if you're yes. still learning a course, then eh, it's one of those, mm-hmm. as long as you haven't, you know, gone into like, you know, extreme yeah. amounts of strokes over par you're like yeah that was a good time mm-hmm. yeah so so even with my quad i finished at i think 11 over for the day on a 19 hole course that's so yeah, took more, yeah took more pars than bogeys so i felt actually really good about the rounds um yep. and that was something that you know it was definitely when i when i asked joe hey do you want to go play tillman it was definitely with the idea that, okay, I don't typically play this course because I feel like it is above my skill level. Right now, 
it's right before the leaves have come in. So mm-hmm. the lines are definitely more open. Finding yeah. your disc when you get off the fairway is yes. far easier, except for the one hole that you almost lost your lost, yes. bright Matt yellow disc in the, yes. the way the sun was hitting the leaves. Bright yellow green leaves. Yes. It was terrible. Yeah, it was, yeah. But, well, and I, yeah, that was the hole where I went OB twice on. Yep. Uh, so that was just all around a bad hole. Yes. But oh, man. You played through and you did mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. All things considered, yeah. wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun, uh, you yep. know, and that's that was the big thing. Yep. You know, go out, have a lot of fun. I you had a lot of fun. You position on that next on that next hole, except yes. you were playing to C. Yeah, and you part of <laughs> C, but C was, or B is sixty feet short of yeah. C. Yeah, I had a circle two look on it. Yeah, man, that's not bad at yeah. all. But it was like right next to the pin. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah. So, you know, all in all, a really fun day, really fun mm-hmm. round. Um, Ian, did you get out at all this weekend? Or I know it's been super rainy here this week. So, were you able to make it out at all this earlier this no, week? No. With the two days of manual labor at my parents' house, for mm-hmm. all the tree destroying that needed to happen. Didn't really get a chance then. Right now, everything is mostly still lake because yeah. all of the disc golf courses around us are predominantly the lowest point in the park or in the area. So it's just kind of like mm-hmm. a big old swampy mess. Mm-hmm. And if I go out, I've got to bring a toddler and I just didn't feel like having to try to demud him before <laughs> getting him back in the car. Just yeah. dunk him in the lake. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> problem solved. Here's some but floaties. The, have some fun. But the problem is that I have to go through a whole bunch of marsh to get back to the car because the lake yeah. is still not that close. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and they don't give us a free hose. I can't just be like, hose him down. <laughs> Here you go, oh, Bean. Man. Oh, he'd love it. He loves hoses. He'd be like, I know. Yeah, the one, <laughs> one or two times I've been over, he's been excited to spray me with the hose. Yep. Oh it, man. He, but yeah, you know, trying to froth with a with a toddler is, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think my disc golf days are going to be slowly declining over the next few years before they jump up. See, you'd think that, but if you can get someone to come with you and then take them to the park area or the playground area of the that park. That is where we're lucky. Um, pretty much all of the courses have a pretty nice park right next to it. Shof has a splash pad. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so nice. over the summer, I can finally use it and not look like a weird old guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yep. man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But oh, you know, all of this does actually kind of bring us into the big topic for today, which I'm going to let RJ fully introduce since he's the one who decided he needed to write an article about it. Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The article got delayed because someone else wrote an article and published it that same day. 
Yes. Joe. But, you so, know, being uh, chief editor and more so the guy who pays for the website. Well, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I didn't know that you were actually going to be done then. That's fair. That's so, fair. I've, I've that. talked about wanting to do this article for a while. Yes. So, yeah, if you <laughs> haven't seen it on joesdiscgolf.com, uh, I, I published an article titled Over the River Through the Woods Past Grandmother's House We Throw. Mm-hmm. And really what this article was about was how I think that there needs to be more emphasis on designing courses to help introduce people to disc golf. Yep. Um, part of this was based on, of course, a little bit of you know the bias of of the courses around me, which we are very lucky in that we have uh, near me, there is uh, Recreation Park in Angola, Maxton Park in Butler, Shof, Tillman. Eckert. Well, I was going to say Shof, Tillman, um, Sweeney, Sweeney. PFW, yeah, the two Sweeney's, Mosier, uh, and two courses over in Bryan, Ohio, that all host at least a couple of tournaments or leagues each year. Mm-hmm. In um, Fort Wayne this year, there is a league every night except Saturday. And yeah. somehow I can't make it to except any of them. Saturdays. I don't. Yes, except Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Somehow I can't make it to any of them, and it absolutely blows my mind on how that happens. How come you um, can't make I Sunday think, night? Um, mainly because I didn't know that it happened last they week. They start at five. And, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, last week was – I didn't know that it happened. This week was – I was busy, yep. and they've only been going for two weeks. So Next week. Hopefully next week. Yay. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, but yes. Yeah. There aren't beginner friendly courses in the Fort Wayne area. Yeah. It's, it's definitely something where even the beginner friendly courses have some aspect of them that can be very tricky. Um, yes. Sweeney West is, is very tight. Uh, both Sweeney's incorporate a lot of water, Mosher has some uh, decent water, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mosher can get nasty quickly, too. Tillman yep. is a... Not beginner-friendly at all. No. Tillman, I would argue, is a championship-level course. It is. Uh, maybe not pro-level, um, but definitely definitely something that you could see on, like, a Silver Series or something like that. Tillman uh, that Blues would... are pretty rough. Yeah. Tillman yeah. Blues um, to the hardest pin position are pretty terrible. In, like, mm-hmm. the best way possible. Yeah. If you don't yeah, mind shooting par and being very happy. Well, I mean, yeah. if we're going with, if is, is it beginner friendly, then no, it's not no, beginner friendly. Not at all. No. You no. Know, Chove is the one I direct people to the most. Yes. Lengthwise, it is not beginner friendly. No. But there's no water. There's hardly any OB. So <laughs> it is, you're not going to lose a disc. You're not going to buy that starter pack and immediately lose everything in the first yes. three holes. 
So which when I was dis oh I forgot I was disking on Monday and I threw a shot into the water mm-hmm. and I went to go fish it out and I got to about where I thought my disc went out and realized oh no there's a disc the color of my disc here so I must have gone back w- gone out way back there yep I'm like man I thought I did a lot better than this I got got up to it and realized that it was some type of basic starter set driver from Franklin who I didn't even <laughs> know made uh disc golf stuff. Yes. I threw it a couple times. It's not PDGA approved, so you can't use it in a tournament. Ah. Yep. Yep. Just like the PGA Pro Golf Association makes disc golf discs which are a starter set that are not PDGA approved. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I was watching one video on that. The driver is crazy understable, like nearly impossible to throw understable. And the mid-range is very stable. Or, yeah, very stable. And then the putter is basically a polecat, so it looks like a lid, a coffee lid. Oh, okay. The polecat is an awesome disc. There's a Especially whole when it's Halo. Halo Polecat. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so getting back to what I was saying, basically, you know, a little bit of that comes from, you know, my bias of there aren't really beginner-friendly courses. There aren't courses for people who aren't throwing 300, 350, 400, you know, consistently with accuracy around me. And it Even seems 250. Like, what's that? Even, I'd say, yeah. barrier to entry, 250 accurately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's exactly the thing. And, you know, seeing the, the uh, Jones Supreme course, seeing W.R. Jackson a few weeks ago, um, seeing some different Pro Tour series courses, mm-hmm. you know, and, and seeing, you know, obviously and I'm involved a lot with, disc golf social media um one of the biggest things that i keep seeing is people talking about these awesome championship level courses so there's definitely some bias in this in my perspective mm-hmm. um but really you're, gonna, I just you're wanted, not gonna hear people saying like yeah i'm gonna go to that putter course in mm-hmm. fort wayne indiana that 18 hole you hear them talking yeah. about Eagles Crossing, that new multi-million dollar disc golf course, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something like Maple Hill, or yes. some yeah. other big name destination courses. You don't exactly. No one's gonna exactly. post like, yeah, I just drove six hours to this putter only course. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like so, so there is a little bias in general. Yes, with that. Yeah. Um. But really, you know, it's it was just, you know, my my point on it was yes. These mega courses, these courses, they're important for the growth of the game. They're important for the health of the game. Mm-hmm. But long term, it's so much more important to get the the courses that get people involved in the game and get them yep. active and enjoying it. Uh, one of the quotes or one of the statistics that I used is a majority of kids are going to walk away from a sport because of the fact that they're not enjoying it. But yep. what's going to contribute to them not enjoying it 
it's them basically having pressure to perform and -hmm. it's them feeling like they can't meet those expectations or, you know, their own perceived, um, you know, uh, basically aptitude at a sport. And, And I even talked about in the article, uh, before COVID, I took probably a year and a half, two years off from playing because mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy playing by myself. I There weren't courses that were relatively beginner friendly close to me. Um, oh. And it was just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, OK, I can go spend two hours playing this game and just, you know, kind of not having fun with it. Or I can do literally anything else. Yeah. I think that's so one thing that Castaldo Park by you, Ian, does well is the holes are on the longer side of a short course. So like 275, 300. But yeah. the par is soft. Very oh, so yeah. soft. Very soft. Yeah. Par fours, par fives. Like the par five is what, 370? Yeah, yeah which we, of course, all home ruled that hey, everything's a par three. Yes. But if you're someone brand new, just looking at the sign going, oh, cool. Par four. Cool. I, I parred this hole or oh, even yeah. the one hole. That's what, 150 feet. That's oh, a, yeah. I think that's no. a par three. Uh, it is a par three. And anytime I need an ego boost, I would just go by whatever the sign uh, mm-hmm. par is <laughs> because you always go nice. Yes. I feel so good at disc golf right now. <laughs> I mean, and then as you get better, as we did, like we all were like, oh, man, this is rough. You know, we'll play two laps and because it's only a nine hole course and mm-hmm. shooting like three, four down. We're like, oh, that was tough. And then we got to the point where like, OK, I didn't shoot 13 down. I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Relative yeah. We, to course par, not yeah. everything is a par three. We we yeah. got real upset when it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm 11, 12 and then yeah. eventually like 15 down. Yeah. Going yeah, after that Macbeth 18 down. <laughs> and, and that's one of those things that, you know, I, again, I touched on in the article is I'm not saying that we need to soften the pars at courses like Jones Supreme, like no. Eagles Crossing, that type of thing. It, it was very much a, and, and I, there was even a, an interview with um, Eric McCabe. Yep. Who is, you know, designed Jones Supreme, designs a lot of different courses. And he said something along the lines of, you know, he gets people wanting to make these these disc golf meccas, but then they realize, oh, it's only like 19 acres of space. Well, you're not going to make a, a disc golf mecca on 19 acres of space. Nope. You're going, you need to make a beginner course on that. Yeah. Maybe an and, intermediate and, depending on... Yeah what the woods you know, are the looking woods like and, yeah, he, and you know how much water there is and whatnot he talks about that a lot um mm-hmm. on understable minds and formerly mm-hmm. disc golf answer man where he's like you know the sport also needs beginner courses because you know and he always brings up like you said how much fun are you going to have going to play tillman if that's your only option yeah you're not exactly like exactly if, if you don't know how to play that's not a course you're going to learn on. Yeah. Um, but, and that's where I, I forget who I talked to. I think some of the plans have changed, but they're trying to get a shorter, a juniors slash 
putter course in the Fort Wayne area for yeah. that reason, because yeah. we have a lot of great disc golf courses, but a lot of terrible beginner disc golf courses. Now, mm-hmm. all the pros in the area, everybody, everybody who's grown up here say they're awesome. But yeah. if we want to get a wider audience, a wider base, mm-hmm. you need those. You need those like show park has a golf course and it's a par three public golf course Mm -hmm. it's kind of crappy but it's also cheap it's short and you can have success Mm -hmm. well i was gonna say for for you guys your area rj and joe Mm -hmm. uh, is there a lot of like park district related or project based uh disc golf courses or the club has worked very close with the park district. Okay. Yeah. And, over the last know, couple of years. I'm, I'm just thinking about all of the courses near me. Mm-hmm. Eckert is literally at the home of the parks department for the county. Um, the other separate county from what Fort Wayne is. Yes. Yes. The, the other the course that I call my home course is literally attached to the, or is is in the park that is the, the biggest park in the town that's attached to the high okay. school. Yeah. Um. The again up in the county just north of me, the eighteen or the there's yeah, a lot the of eighteen hole. There's a lot of parks department support. Is, yeah, is what exactly. We're getting at. exactly, um, so, and that's come through many years of other people in the club working very closely with mm-hmm. the right people, and the mm-hmm. right people kind of finding disc golf and going, "Hey, this is kind of cool." Mm-hmm. So the reason I ask is for us around here. I remember going disc golfing with essentially ultimate frisbee discs <laughs> when the first they thing I did built them in oh goodness the first one around here was uh o'brien park didn't you say you helped it was like an eagle project or something no it was just we went with the it was cub scouts it was oh, Weeblos. that's what we it went was. out as Weeblos in like 98 or 99 that sounds about right is when i remember you know they were like oh there's this new sport called uh disc golf and we're like whoa okay disc golf uh so yeah, no, we, you know, to just ultimate disc, you know, ultimate frisbee discs. Mm-hmm. There was there was no such thing as a driver, to my knowledge, at that time. Yeah, although I'm sure there were. There were. It, it just wasn't. Yeah, you Tim had Climo to have a disc like golf shot. Yeah. But you know, so anyway, the the point is that the park districts around here have kind of just built them, and mm-hmm. there's been minor input from the clubs, but no one around here is like pro enough or any of the clubs are like yeah we're we're gunning for pros that everything has been moderately beginner to intermediate except for mokina i think that had a lot more yeah well structured help mokina they held illinois states a couple times to my knowledge and this was 10 years ago uh, the other uh, big, Lockport. the other big club is um, technically they're in the Joliet Club, but it's Lockport Delwood Park. Yeah, that the canyons. That's yep. a really good park. 
It really not is. Not beginner friendly. It is tough. It is so much fun. I had a blast. It really, yeah, it's a good time. That was that was one of the few courses where I'm like, that was hard. That kicked my ass. I want to play again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it was, that's good course design right there. It was a it was a fair hard. Like it was oh, yeah. like I didn't hit my lines, so I didn't have a great shot. It's yeah. not like some of the courses I've played where I hit my line and there's no line like 100 feet off the tee. It's just kind of a guess if you're going to hit that tiny gap or not. And, yeah, it, you're and playing it's not plinko. so much skill as it is luck. Yeah, yeah you're playing p- Plinko, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I mean, and I'll, I'll admit, if my skill isn't good enough for some of those, there is no line. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, here's a wall of trees. Get lucky. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way I look at it is there are two kinds of groups that are going to go out. You have mm-hmm. the people who are going to go out and they're going to play disc golf. You have yep. the group of people like mostly me. We're going to go frolfing because we're going with our friends. So we're going to, yes, we're going to play by the rules, but we're not going to stick to PDGA rules. We're, we're gonna also going to basically just hammered. go, we're having a good time. We'll keep score, but we don't care enough to be like, I have to perform well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Plus, that's... you're getting shit-faced. Mm, not, <laughs> not, not anymore. Really, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and uh, that was that was another point that I, I, you know, kind of brought up was it. it's very important to have these tougher courses. It's mm-hmm. important as the sport grows, as the sport develops. Uh, Joe, during our round today, you and I talked about how we both enjoyed DDO. Because we watch the pros play golf, essentially. Yep. They, they had to plan out their shots and, okay, I need to land here so that I can do this. And you know, yeah. just it wasn't just a scoring fest. It was, you know, yeah. this is what I need to do to avoid taking big numbers on this and, and what I have mm-hmm. to do to, you know, score how I want on this hole. Yeah, par is a good number. Yeah. And, you know, those type of things are good, especially as we see the sport grow from Mm -hmm. a professional standpoint. But we also talked about how uh we enjoyed the variety, too. So going from W.R. Jackson, a very tight wooded course to, Mm -hmm. I mean, a couple stops later, DDO, pretty open, a lot of artificial OB. And then you've got courses like Texas States that have a few open-ish and then some woods, and it's a good mix. Yeah. Variety yeah, I mean, is the spice of life. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be fun to watch the pros do, you know, all, you know, 300-foot, tightly wooded, you know, courses. It gets boring all, after a while. Yeah, yeah, or all Just big like, bomber 550 footers last year they they ran into that issue where they played a couple golf courses back to back so Mm -hmm. you know how far can you throw it yep which Which, i mean the first time it was fine the second time eh. third mm -hmm. time it's like eh. if they did that three times through the season i'd be like all right that's not bad but it was kind of back to back and yeah part of the issue was just dealing with the um, wide variety of COVID restrictions in 2021. Yes. 
because they were all over the board and they tried to plan ahead, which good <laughs> Lord, I do yeah. not envy that person. Yeah. Nope. So I don't no. envy them the, now where it's pretty much calm, let mm-hmm. alone a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they were drinking heavily. Hopefully, hopefully yes. they were. But yeah, I mean, it's important to see, you know, the Eagles crossing those type of courses mm-hmm. develop where, you know, it challenges the pros in different ways and it challenges the higher end players in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, they're destination courses. They're, they're places where people that truly enjoy the sport are, you know, get really into the sport can go, yeah, I really want to go there someday, someday. Yep. That's important. But it's also important to have the the local courses so that you have a healthy recreational sport. Yep. I mean, there's a good reason why we start with T-ball and not yeah. Little League. Yeah. Well, like- well, and and even beyond that, I mean, you, you uh, Ian, I don't know about you, but Joe, Ben and I all all play golf. Not particularly well. I play the worst by a lot. Don't worry. But, I'd be worse than you. I'm but, awful. I almost hit Primer. So, okay, side story. We were we were teeing off, and I was like, guys, you should stand behind me. And he's like, no, no, I'll be fine. He's standing at, let's see. So I'm addressing the ball. If my eye line straight ahead as I'm addressing the ball is at noon, He's standing okay. at maybe 11 o'clock. Okay. I hit the garbage can next to him on my drive. Club Cheers, face buddy. got a little open. A lot yeah. open. And from that point on, everybody stood behind me when I teed off. Oh, I told him, I, I tried to be fair. I said, you guys should probably stand behind me. Nah, you can't hit me. <laughs> at me. And I wasn't even trying to do it on purpose. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that's but, like when someone's walking down through the park and you're like, okay, it's a little kid. Don't hit that kid. Hit, don't, don't hit that kid. Don't hit that kid. And then immediately you're just like, ah, oh, I'm going to hit that kid. That's like that, that one shit. time we went and played and you smoked that goose in the head. <laughs> that goose had a concussion for sure. Cause you hit it and it just kind of got up. It was like, Whoa, like it was unsteady on its feet. It was shaking its head. It was, Oh man. Yep. I was, I was really trying not to hit that goose. I, and you smoked it in the that head. Goose. <laughs> and to be in fair, fairness, like, it was a goose. And, and the more impressive part is you did hit him in the head. Oh, and yeah. a goose head is what? Twice the size of a golf ball? Yeah, it's, it's a small target. And it was moving. Uh, not very fast, but it was still technically moving. And it and was I, moving slower after. It's <laughs> just... It's just, <coughs> I, it's just... I don't advocate violence against animals because I, I, you know, I'm like, I don't want to hurt this animal, no. but... No. Oh god! Like I was just so focused on not hitting the goose that when I released, it was just like, "Well, that's gonna Laser. hit that goose, isn't it?" <laughs> Laser <laughs> to it. Oh, we we at the Half in the Bag <sighs> Disc Golf Podcast do not advocate uh, hurting animals in any way, shape, or form. Like we geese are mean. 
Yeah, geese. They're they're mean. No, but I, I don't, don't advocate hurting them. No, I don't either. Correct. It's just... I advocate giving them a wide, wide berth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I ain't fighting a goose. Except when they build their nest right next to the door for that building you need to get into. <laughs> yeah. And it's that, the only entrance. Mm-hmm. That gets interesting. Yep. Go fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try your Naruto run. <laughs> They can't Better yet your follow bum the... if you need a root of run. <laughs> Better yet, follow the guy doing the Naruto run. Yeah, <laughs> trip him. Oh, Let's be real. The guy doing the, the Naruto run would probably end up just uh, falling on his face anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> just remember, I don't have to be faster than the bear. I just have to be faster than you. Yep, that's that's true. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh man. But um, but anyway, so getting us back on topic, what I was trying to say is, you know, it's important for the the long-term growth at uh, you know, especially at the pro level and as the sport becomes more uh awesomer. I I, I was going to say more of a professional, more of a kind of out of the niche uh, into that. Yes, into professional more bowling type yes where it's it's a thing you know it's a thing but it's yeah. not baseball football soccer right exactly basketball. you know and, and seeing it you know build up you know those courses are important for that aspect of the sport yep but the beginner friendly the intermediate the the ones that people can really cut their teeth on from a recreational level mm-hmm. are the ones that are going to be important to the long term health and growth of the sport uh you know just just as a general recreational activity as i as i was saying you know ben joe and i we all we all golf none of us compete in it unless we're doing a scramble for for charity or something hey we've played at the albright golf outing not well yes but we've played um i've played for the trying um, team, but they sponsored two teams that year. The Ooh. team that knows how to play golf, and then the team I was on, where we drank <laughs> beer and smoked cigars and had a great time. And yep. they're like, and here's the prizes. Here's the best score, most skins, all that. And we're just like, yeah, I'll have another beer. <laughs> I'm not winning yeah. any of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. You gave me free um, beer and cigars. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with my day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that that that's exactly, you know, kind of the point that I was getting at with, with yep. it is, you know, we, we need to make sure as the sport grows that we're being conscientious mm-hmm. of how we are designing courses, not just for the people that are the designers, yep, but for everyone to, to really tr- and truly grow the sport. Yeah. Well, and, and go ahead. Well, that's going to come down to the local clubs. I mean, at this point, they're going to essentially be the voice for yep. the non-professionals. We have to say, hey, let's try to do you know, X, Y, or Z with mm-hmm. this course. Yes, it's not going to be like, ooh, look, come and you know play on a professional course. But as the sport grows, those courses are going to be paid courses. 
you're going to have to go oh, for you're sure. get a, a specific tea oh, yeah. time, things like when that. When the uh, seminary finishes, it's going to be a pay-to-play course. Mm-hmm. Now, they're talking about making an annual fee and feeling out what that would be. But they're thinking a couple bucks around, mm-hmm. which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Well, but, and, and that's and like, the thing about mm-hmm. the pay-to-play courses or even, you know, free will donation courses. You know, last summer, my wife and I played a course when we were on vacation. And it, you know, there, there wasn't a fee for it, but it was, mm-hmm. you know, please donate something to the course. So I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll throw a couple bucks in. You know, it, and it's part of my vacation. And... <laughs> no, I didn't lose any discs. I was really mad, though, yeah. because I parked a hole and I got a par on it mm-hmm. because sign par was par two. And I was really annoyed by that. And, yep. and it just so happened that, that was the hole right before the collection box. And I'm like, do you really deserve this? You should have made that a par four and everybody eagles and feels good about it. So they donate more. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so we started on like hole 12 or 13 or something. That was your last hole, not the last hole. Uh, It it was the last hole. Oh. It was hole 18, but the donation box was on hole one. So with us starting on like hole... 12 or something like that. Gotcha. It was gotcha, something gotcha. where it's just like, oh, huh. <laughs> That's, um, in my mind, for like an ideal starter course, I don't know if it would be 9 or 18. Kind of depends on the land. Yeah. In my mind, you'd have a couple holes that are 175-ish feet. Mm-hmm. couple in the 220s maybe one around 250 and then you have that one hole that par four that's like 300 320 mm-hmm. that when you finally when it finally clicks you're like yeah i got that one mm-hmm. you know yeah, you man, get that that's... one that that i guess beats you down a little bit as as you're newer but you've done well up to that point and then you're like all right i need to work harder to get better mm-hmm. or just yeah. go meh yeah, but as you said earlier, I mean that's Castaldo Park in yeah, Woodridge, really Illinois. Is. It is the perfect beginner park, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Nine holes. It's easy enough that anyone, even a beginner, can play it in a relatively short span of time. Yep. You can have yourself a good time, and then there are tons of other more difficult nine hole nine hole courses if you want to go for more skill based yep. intermediate play or 18 hole courses that have a variety of you know what you're looking at more in the pros where you've got some more wide open shots but you also have some small technical patches yep yeah. and you can even castaldo we mentioned it just say everything's a par three if you want to make it harder on yourself yeah. to see if you're you know doing better or whatever yeah and and you know i mean you you talk about those those really short holes we we played a couple holes that seemed like they were literally just you could almost reach out and touch the basket from the tee today and and how many of those did 
did we say, man, I just want to keep throwing until I ace this. Yep. And I some mean, of those had some tight lines, though. You had some yeah, gaps some that you had, had to hit. Yeah, some of them had some really tight lines and some really, really tough play. I almost play. lost a disc. Yeah, yeah, you did Ooh. on one of those really short holes. Yeah, well, there's there's three lanes you could go up. You could go the straight-ahead route, which is, what, a five-foot wide gap tunnel uh, shot the whole yeah. way, all it's 180, nice. 200 feet. There's yep. a big okay. backhand hyzer route or a big forehand hyzer route. And me being a forehand player, I just casually chuck out a forehand shot. And the last time I did that, I was a foot long at the basket. <laughs> Damn near aced it. So I did the same thing. This time I clipped a tree branch. It dropped it straight down. And I was about two feet away from the creek that was about six, seven feet higher than it usually is. Ooh. I was exactly not going to so. get that back if I lost it. Nope. I probably wouldn't get it back if the creek was at the normal levels, too. Just because you're up probably 15 feet and it is... Not straight down, but not something you can climb down. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and they were still challenging enough, and mm-hmm. I had fun. I played a oh, few yeah. of those. There's a course 20 minutes from my parents, nine-hole course. I think I pulled out my putters and maybe a mid-range just because I needed something to dump. Mm-hmm. And I had a blast, and my wife had a blast because it was short. Yeah. Was that the course you took me to all those no. years ago? No. It's a different one? Oh, it's okay. a different one. Um, yeah. It was in Tinley Park, I think. Udisc, help me remember. Well, while you look that up, I mean, yeah, there's there's a course that's about 10 minutes from my home that, you know, I, I love just taking my dog to, you know, for, you know, a quick morning round or something because it's it's nine holes. It's not that long. It's fairly open so it's one of those things where it's like okay you know i don't have to worry about you know throwing a disc and then being like oh now my dog needs to you know i need to go pick up after my dog where'd my disc go again you know that type of thing mm-hmm. um you know it, it has a little bit of water that comes into play with it um yep. i it also has some brushy areas that you can definitely lose a disc in and I uh, yes. almost lost my favorite diskin, even though I spent, I swear, like 40 minutes looking for it. <laughs> spent longer looking for the disc than I actually did playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But, you know, I found yeah, it. I mean, th- those type of local courses are are great, too. I found it. It oh, is oh. Dugan Park in Orland Park, Illinois. Nine hole course. The according to you, disc the shortest hole is 180 feet, and the longest hmm. hole is 264. And I got an ace on it. Oh, which which hole was that? Uh, hole three, 180 feet, and of course there was a family party going on because it was super nice. It was like Fourth of July weekend or something. So. <laughs> course was just packed with people <coughs> and there's this family party like near hole three far enough away where i'm not it's 180 feet i'm not worried about hitting them mm-hmm. and 
the guy comes up to me. He's like, oh, hey, this looks like fun. This this looks difficult. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's it's pretty hard. And I take it and I just throw it thinking I threw a bad shot. I was like, you know, it can, it can be kind of difficult. Ching. Nice. <laughs> that like, was like or. or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except that time I threw a mid range. I remember I threw Ooh. an anchor. Okay. Well, it's a good thing that Ben didn't throw that, or else he would have ended up in the uh, family or in the family party's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But the oh, guy's no, like, I've "Wow, that was really good." Get my disc and take a oh, couple of these. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might actually be intentional with Ben. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hole in one. Or Ben, ca- ben catching the strays. <laughs> I got it exactly. I hit where I meant right to. what I was aiming at. <laughs> yep. Um He's like a disc Simpsons. golf wizard. <laughs> uh but no, so um that happened when like one of the very first times that you and I went out disking with my wife and was your wife there too? Probably. Probably. I don't know if she was playing with us, but she, I think she was there. She probably and, was throwing a few holes and then walking. Hmm. Yeah. So and and, you know, this was like one of the first times that my wife had ever played. Joe takes the shot and just throws it right into the basket like, like it was nothing. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Yep. <laughs> my wife actually told me um, because the first time she went out, it was. Me, Ben, and Kayla and her. Okay. And she was walking along with us and she was getting mad because she thought everybody played as well as Ben and I did. Now, we're at that time upper intermediate, but -hmm. like we're at show. So we look better because bad shots kind of exist, but not really. They don't have consequences. It's forgiving. Yes. So her first couple experiences were with us and we're like, everybody can throw 300 feet and do what you guys do. And then she finally went out with other people. I think Brian was with us one time and then she felt a lot better about how she throws. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Ben's wife is also a very good disc golfer. She can't putt from anything inside circle two, but you put her 75 feet. And she'll drain it all day. It's stupid. That's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's Kayla distance is what it is. That's literally what we call it. Like I've heard the she, reference so many times. She cannot hit a 15-footer to save her life. But I've watched her throw it in from 100 feet like it was nothing. <laughs> like, uh, I beautiful. hate you so much. So much. <sighs> but good shot. Good shot. <laughs> yep. So, so what you're saying is if she could putt, she'd, uh, she'd take down the tour? Probably. Uh, God. I mean, just get her within 100 feet and... Yep. Yeah. Can't get her too close. Why is she throwing away from the basket? <laughs> well, she needs to putt. <laughs> Wait, what? But she only has yeah. a 20-footer. Yep. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> J- just watch. Uh, she'd she be at least have 75 a, feet. Yep. Yeah. She'd have a 0% putting percentage. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Beautiful. But I think there's a 0% chance of this podcast continuing. Uh oh. 
We've your your daughter's getting angry. Yeah, a little bit. Plus, Uh-oh. we're at an hour fifteen already. We are. We are. Oh, it's, hey, yeah, yeah. Our longest one with Ian yet. Yeah, Ian's got staying power. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel like the episodes with Ian are slowly getting longer. Yep. By like the end of the year, they're going to be three hour episodes. Uh, what do you We're think? We're all this just going to be sitting there. This is Joe's disc golf, not Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have very engaging topics to talk about. We have yes. no pot. That's you the difference. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know what Illinois laws are, but Indiana still can't. Yeah, I know. Because you guys live in Indiana. Yeah, but then there's Michigan, Ohio, Illinois, and I probably not yeah. Kentucky. I don't know. No, yeah, I doubt um, Kentucky. If not, K- Kentucky's got to be soon, or they just don't talk about it. But, you know, it's yeah. Kentucky. Kentucky, and home of the bootleggers. Honestly, I play disc golf. If that kind of stuff chicken. bothered me, I wouldn't play disc golf. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I just asked them so. to be downwind of me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't need to smell skunk. Yeah, you smell it no matter what. Yeah. Don't need to fail a drug test. Yes. For not Very having so. fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's All the negative side. Oh, oh man! And as I continue uh, to derail the podcast, <laughs> we still have to say goodbye. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> again, if you want, if you've been watching this and you want to listen, you can find it wherever you get your major podcasts. Yep. If you've been listening and want to watch, you can find it on Joe's YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash Joe's Disc Golf. You can also find Joe streaming on. Twitch, uh, on TV Twitch slash and Joe's Disc and Facebook, uh, but Facebook, Facebook sucks. You can hear me complain about Facebook, like live streaming on Facebook while yes. live streaming on YouTube, on, Facebook and Twitch. On at well, at least once, everything but Facebook. <laughs> at least once yes. during a uh, live stream, I usually ask the question, Facebook, why do you suck so much? They have yet to respond. That is an accurate statement. Um, and then um, I also complain to. about YouTube for not copying Twitch more because their <laughs> live streaming sucks too. Yeah, it's getting better. So, but so again, they're, they're if you want to follow us on social media, yeah, if you mm-hmm. want to follow us on social media, you can find us at Half in the Bag DG. Uh, you can follow me uh, at RJ Wilson one three one. You can follow Joe. Where can they follow you, Joe? On Twitter and Instagram at Joe's Disc Golf. And then they can follow Ian. I'm on Twitter at Popperfresh, P-O-P-R Fresh. Yeah. And also twitch.tv slash Popperfresh. Keep yeah. it simple. You can watch yeah. him die a lot in yes, Elden Ring. I almost said Dark and Souls. Other games. Same thing. It is. Same thing, different skin. And yeah, more much. polished. Yeah. Yes. But very much so. <laughs> so it's like they learned so they something. they use moisturizer on the skin? <laughs> yeah. Moisturize <laughs> And me. other shaders. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think that pretty well concludes it. Ian, yep. thank you once again for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, guys. 
You're like a regular host now. Good job. Yeah. 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 Cool like that. Joe, thank yeah. you for all that you do for the podcast. Oh, shucks. And the website and uh, the video and the, yeah, the everything. Life, the universe and everything. Yes. 42. Yes. Thank you for all that yes. you do for disc golf. And uh, listeners and viewers, uh, thank you for taking the time to listen and watch us today. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it. And just remember, everyone, always enjoy your rounds. Bye. Good night. Bye.